Welcome to Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup. Here's a look at some of our Caribbean headlines for today. Barbados PM wants 50,000 residents vaccinated in the next five weeks. Exxon relocating supplies from Trinidad and Tobago to Guyana by next year. China's President Jinping shares vision on shared future between China, Latin America, and the Caribbean. OECS looks at moving the Queen Conch industry forward. Jamaica's government electric regulator app slid to go live on November 1st. These and other stories on today's Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, September 21st. We start our report today in Barbados. Caribbean National Weekly reports that Barbados Prime Minister Mia Motley wants at least 10,000 people to be vaccinated against COVID-19 every week for the next five weeks, which she said would determine when curfews and other restrictions would be eased and eventually lifted. Addressing the nation on Saturday, Motley said if vaccinations pick up to the level she wants, Barbados would be much closer to herd immunity. Currently, just under 6,500 persons are being vaccinated in Barbados weekly. Let us agree to aim to close to 10,000 persons per week being vaccinated. If we can do that, we can maintain that each week for the next five weeks. Then we will have the majority of those persons fully vaccinated before the end of November, before Independence Day, November 30th, and Christmas, Motley said. Barbados is currently under a 9 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew Mondays to Saturdays and 6 p.m. to 5 a.m. curfew on Sundays. Motley further disclosed that some private sector entities asked if their premises could be used for some of the community pop-ups and those discussions were ongoing. Training for private medical doctors who will be administering COVID-19 vaccines began Sunday. So far, 125,000 people have received at least a first jab from one of three vaccines available, AstraZeneca, Pfizer, and Sinopharm. Kyder News reports that U.S. oil major ExxonMobil, the operator of Staybrook Block offshore Guyana under the auspices of SO Exploration and Production Guyana Limited, has announced the commencement of another exploration well, even as the company has committed to relocating its supplies from the neighboring Trinidad and Tobago to Guyana by next year. The announcement with regards to the spudding of the latest well by ExxonMobil Guyana as a part of its five-year 25-well campaign in the Staybrook block was announced by the Maritime Administration Department. The department in its announcement cautioned mariners to stay clear of the company's drilling and support vessels located offshore from Guyana's coast that covers an area of 0.29 square miles or one square kilometer. 
The well is being drilled using the noble Tom Madden and will be supported by 24 of the supply vessels currently in ExxonMobil's fleet. ExxonMobil said that it and its prime contractor, SAPIM, have been working to support the development of capabilities in the country. It said it is making significant investments in facilities and infrastructure and on-the-job training in safety and upskilling for or Guyanese in several fields, including welding. According to the schedule of exploration activities for the company, for the Strapo block, the company is currently engaged in an aggressive 25-well exploration campaign that started back in June of this year. The drill campaign is expected to last until the end of 2025. This is in addition to a separate 12-well campaign that had started back in December 2020 in the Staybrook block and ended earlier this year. Xinhua News Agency reported that Chinese President Xi Jinping has laid out a vision of jointly building a community of shared future between China, Latin America, and the Caribbean. The following are some highlights from his remarks in the years beginning in 2016 to his most recent remarks made in September 2021. We start with the first remarks made November 2021. 16 by President Jinping. With one-fifth of the world's total area and nearly one-third of the world's population, China and Latin America and the Caribbean are crucial forces for world peace and stability. China will increase sharing of governance experience and improve planning and coordination of macro policies with Latin America and Caribbean states to better synergize our development plans and strategies. In January 2018, President Jinping remarked, China and Latin America and the Caribbean countries need to draw a new blueprint of our joint effort under the Belt and Road Initiative and open a path of cooperation across the Pacific Ocean that will better connect the richly endowed lands of China, Latin America, and the Caribbean and usher in a new era of China, Latin America, and Caribbean relations. November 2019, China will pursue closer cooperation with Latin America and the Caribbean in various areas and build a China, Latin America, and Caribbean community with a shared future and common progress. And the most recent remarks made by President Jinping in this month of September 2021. Having stood the test of changing international landscapes, China-Latin America relations have entered a new era featuring equality, mutual benefits, innovation, openness, and tangible benefits for the people. China is willing to work with Latin America and Caribbean countries to overcome difficulties together and jointly create opportunities to build a community of shared future between China and Latin America. China will continue to provide support to Latin America and Caribbean countries to the best of its capability 
and help the regional countries overcome the pandemic at an early date and resume economic and social development. China attaches great importance to developing relations with the community of Latin America and Caribbean states and supports the community of Latin America and Caribbean states in coordinating regional countries to carry out cooperation and cope with challenges. The Organization of Eastern Caribbean States states that a new report on the value of Queen Conch in three OECS countries aims to open new economic opportunities for fisheries and other stakeholders. The Queen Conch production volumes for Grenada, St. Lucia, and St. Vincent and Grenadines, when combined, represent over 15% of Caribbean regional fishery mechanism, Queen Conch production. Several opportunities exist for stakeholders nationally and regionally to collaborate to improve sustainability and enhance value earned by producers through assessing external markets, increasing the use of conch bioproducts, and sharing the cost of data collection. The detailed findings in the newly published report under the Organization of Eastern Caribbean States Commission Blue Bio-Trade Project maps stakeholders of Queen Conch value chains of the three participating OECS member states. The Blue Bio-Trade Project intends to seize the trade and business potential of Blue Bio-Trade products for promoting sustainable livelihoods and conservation of marine biodiversity in selected OECS countries. This report lays the groundwork for future case studies of the Queen Conch value chains in the three project countries and the eventual development of the Blue Biotrade Action Plan. The information in these publications is intended to support the development of the sustainable blue economy in the OECS and will contribute to the finalization of the revised Regional Agricultural Plan of Action, which charts the agricultural development of the region for the next decade. The Blue Bio Initiative is financed by the European Union's 11th Economic Development Fund through the Regional Integration through growth, harmonization, and technology projects and is jointly implemented by the OECS Commission in collaboration with the United Nations Conference on Trade and Development and Convention on International Trade in Endangered Species of Wild Fauna and Flora. This pilot project aims to test the revised United Nations Conference on Trade and Development Biotrade Principles and Criteria, which aim to promote trade and investment in marine biological resources in line with social, economic, and environmental sustainability criteria. This pilot represents one of the first applications of this approach globally to the marine environment. Jamaican Information Service reports that the government electrical regulator application is in the second phase of development and is expected to become available to the public on November 1st. 
In accordance with the Electricity Act of 2015, the app, which was initially under the Government Electrical Regulator Organizational Buildout, aims to develop user interfaces to facilitate online licensing of electrical inspectors, registration of electricians, and enrollment of technical electrical assistants. The app will allow users to solicit the services of an electrician or inspector to conduct work at their premises and generate compliance certificates at the end of the inspection process. Additionally, it will provide administrative features for managing user accounts and generating system reports. The Government Electrical Regulator represents a merger of the Government Electrical Inspectorate and the Board of Examiners. Its key objective include improving the efficiency of electrical work inspections, enhancing professionalism within the industry, and increasing transparency and public accessibility to services related to electrical works and inspections by approved professionals. And finally, the Puerto Rico Blockchain Trade Association, in collaboration with Metaverso, Coin Agenda, Caribbean Limitless, and Invest Puerto Rico, announces the first edition of the Puerto Rico Blockchain Week to take place from December 6 to 12 in San Juan, Puerto Rico. Throughout the week, attendees will have the opportunity to connect via various events such as workshops, meetings, and meetups with professional investors and traders, and corporate entrepreneurial and innovative executives, as well as digital currency funds with top businesses, executives, and entrepreneurs from the blockchain and cryptocurrency sector. Through our work with the Blockchain Trade Association, we seek to connect entrepreneurs with communities in Puerto Rico and educate them on the multiple benefits available in the crypto era. We are proud to work locally with Puerto Ricans in the diaspora and are committed to contribute toward the island's economic development and growth, stated Kiko Yoshino, Executive Director of the Puerto Rico Blockchain Trade Association. Blockchain Week events begin in Puerto Rico for December 6th. The conference is an opportunity for individuals and businesses to meet governmental agencies, mingle and network with Puerto Rican executives and companies that have already made the move. Panels will include discussions on why to relocate to Puerto Rico, local tax incentives, and the state of crypto regulations on federal and territorial level. The afternoon will be packed with demos by rising local Puerto Rican startups. Invest Puerto Rico's innovation and entrepreneurship manager, Brian Bergier, added, We are excited to be part of this vital ecosystem and support the first edition 
of Blockchain Week on the island. Puerto Rico will have a chance to showcase why it is the ideal business destination for blockchain and crypto investors and blockchain builders throughout the array of conferences and events that will position the island's center stage as a top innovative driven community. A detailed agenda with locations will be available over the next few weeks on the Puerto Rico Blockchain Week Conference website at www.prblockchainweek.io. This has been your Pulse of the Caribbean Caribbean News Roundup for Tuesday, September 21st. I'm Keisha Wallace. For more Caribbean news stories and information, visit us online at pulseofthecaribbean.com and follow us on Facebook.